everyone. Welcome back to 35-ish Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and my amazing co-host, Lisa, is actually not here today. She is traveling for a wedding, but in her place today, we have a fabulous guest, um, one of my good friends, Caitlin Lifshitz of Loverly Photography, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about her business and how she got started, but more importantly, she is going to give us some tips on how to nail your photos with a professional, how to prepare, what to expect, um, and all those tips to truly maximize your session. So stay tuned. We're going to dive into that in just a minute. Um, And as always, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Spotify. And if you can, leave us a rating or review while you're at it too. Hey, Caitlin. Hi there. I'm so excited to have you on. Caitlin is one of my good friends and and my own personal photographer. Uh, She has taken my family photos, including my dog, uh, as well as my branding photos for my real estate and for this podcast. So if you know me, you have definitely seen her work many, many times. Um, So Caitlin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm nervous, but so excited. (laughs) Yes. So tell me a little bit about your business, um, your loverly photography. I am. Yep. Uh, So... I kind of dabble in a little bit of everything with photography. I dabble with families, newborns, cake smashes. Um, Those would be in studio, which I just opened. And I do a lot of outdoor sessions, uh, the branding, of course, and just kind of like whatever. And with somebody needs photos taken, they can always call me. So like lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle for sure. Lifestyle, life events, and kind of like everything in between. I'm there to help capture these moments. So down the line, you have photos to look at and you can share them or just reminisce, that kind of thing. I've actually got a couple of huge anniversaries for people coming up, like a 50th and like a 70th anniversary. I didn't even know those existed, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's incredible. (laughs) But a great reason to have a photographer there to take your candids and to take, you know, the group photos. Because how many times are you going to have all those people in the same spot at the same time? It's true. It's true. And it's so important to capture those memories so that you have them for years and decades to come. Absolutely. And you mentioned you just opened up your studio. So where's your studio located? So I just opened a studio just in January and it is in downtown Westerly and on the second floor of on High Street, number six. And it is literally my oasis, like my it's my dream. It's so awesome. It's so great. People walk in and they're like, wow. And I'm just like, yep, this is where I get to hang out. Yes. (laughs) Leave the kids at home and just come and do whatever I need to do. Yeah. And you said like, you know, that that was like kind of your dream to do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've talked a little bit about my entrepreneur journey um, on here and everyone knows I'm a really big supporter of entrepreneurs. So I'm so proud of her for opening up her studio and really going after her dreams. Like that's so important to find something you love and make it happen. 
you definitely had a huge part in my finally finding the confidence and like the, you know, the eagerness and the go to do it. And now that I have, I am so happy and so ecstatic to yeah. actually have it. But it took a long time to feel that I was like good enough in order to have a studio and a, the overhead that it comes with. Yes. It's all, it all factors into having you know, your own space. Yeah. And let's like rewind a little bit. So how did you get started in real estate? Now we see like, you know, thriving and studio, but like, how did you get started? Like what brought you into photography? I think I said real estate, but I meant photography. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not in real estate. Um, so actually, so I've always kind of been that chick that took a lot of pictures like even in high school so you were that friend in high school and college that always had like the disposable camera the digital camera yeah like when my like my little ghetto fine pics yeah that was always me and then in college pretty much like the same case like I always kind of had my camera and I I love taking pictures and I love taking pictures of other people um but it wasn't until one of my best girlfriends who I've been best friends with since fourth grade needed a second shooter for a wedding in Castle Hill in Newport. And I was like, Oh my God. So I went and I, I second shot for her and I had so much fun and she came back and she was like, so you definitely have the eye for it. We need to start working on getting you into the manual part of the camera. And after that, I was like, what do you mean manual? And then I realized how difficult it was. <laughs> how much how much time and effort it took to actually understanding the lighting around you and where your settings need to be and who do you want in focus and what don't you want in focus and that kind of thing. And it just kind of stemmed from there. And I started taking pictures of my girlfriend's children and my, I was in a mom's club. So I brought my camera whenever I went to events and then people wanted to hire me and I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Sounds great. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I just kind of started from there and then eventually, you know, my daughter went to kindergarten and I, so I only had my son. So I was just like, okay, well. Now I can kind of make more time for this. And it's kind of just how it, it was kind of organic, you know, it just kind of happened. And I love my job. It's so fulfilling and it's fun. And I don't know, I just love everything about it. Yeah, like capturing those moments. I feel like, you know, like in real estate, I love that I get to kind of see like a big milestone in someone's life, Mm -hmm. like when they're purchasing Mm-hmm. a house and then I get to see them celebrate, you know, the milestones I see them play out, you know, whether it's social media or in real life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a photographer, it's similar, but almost amplified and that you get like this window into like these really big milestone moments yeah. in people's life. And I think that that's so special. There's nothing more gratifying than scrolling through social media and seeing your photos being used and shared and not only being like oh wow that was a really good shot you know like because that's the first thing I look for but then seeing all the comments about how you know how amazing the shot is and it's I love it I'm like slightly obsessed 
<laughs> yes. And like I said, I love that and like what you love. So in terms of let's help everybody out. It's okay. spring. Lots of people like to take their family photos in spring and summer. Mm-hmm. Is that like a busy time for you typically in business? So spring and summer is busy. Fall is way busier. Okay. Like like off the charts busy. Um, so book early. Anyway, so spring is good. The weather's changing. People want to be outside. Uh, everyone, especially up here in New England, it's kind of like that, like that, okay, let's just do this. You know, like we can finally escape from our houses. Um, so spring is good. And then, of course, you've got all the the flowers and all that, that yeah. spring, like the tulips, the azaleas, everything like that. Springs, springs in the summer or in the spring. So those are always fun and yeah. gorgeous and great moments. Uh, summer is great because we've got being near the coast, we've got the beach photos and the, you know, the park photos and that kind of thing. Uh, your photographer will know what time of day to use to do your pictures because you do not want high sun. Otherwise, you're dealing with squinty eyes and yes. shadows. So, um, so what can you share about what's the, what are some tips to help people prepare for professional photos? You only get a certain window of time at these sessions mm-hmm. to help maximize that time, get the best photos they can, and you know, dare I say, the most stress free pop <laughs> as possible. I mean, I have three kids. I can't say I ever quite escape yeah. the stress, um, but a little tips just to, like on how to prepare to make that, to get the most out of your time. So I would say definitely choose your outfits before the day of the photo shoot. That tends to be a big stressor for mom. Um, usually dad shows up and he's like, whatever the kids are like, Ooh, look at this. Oh, look at that. And then mom's sitting there like all like frazzled, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> that's way, way common. Um, so, but just remember that your children feed off of you. So if you can actually, you know, just kind of tame the nerves a little bit that will feed in because the camera picks up everything. Especially like if it's cold and everyone's sitting there frigidated, like the camera's going to see that. So I would say just have a conversation with your photographer. Make sure that you know what you're walking into. She needs to know or he needs to know what your expectation is from the photo shoot. And prepare. Like clothes. Get ready a little earlier then you would think, like, say you think you only need 20 minutes to get ready, eh, give yourself an hour. Just so the day goes a little bit smoother. Um, A lot of times dad's literally rushing in from work, like that kind of thing. And that can be a little stressful. So if you can leave, you know, 15 minutes early, (laughs) that's great. Um, But yeah, I guess, I don't know. Now, do you, is it helpful or is it more difficult if people bring examples of photos, like poses or ideas? Is that 
helpful to you or does that make things more difficult? It definitely helps with getting that vibe that you want, that general idea. Okay. So I will ask my clients like, hey, have you ever seen anything on like Pinterest that you were just like, oh, like, you know, drooling over? Show me. And it might not look exactly like that, but it will give me a general idea of that look that you're looking for, as well as like the tones you're looking for. Like what, it, and I'll ask you, like, what are you, like, what is it that you love about this photo? Is it the pose? Is it the coloring? Um, is it the, the depth? Like, is, do you like the close up candidates or do you want to see the whole, the whole background do you want to see your landscape that kind of thing okay and is it better to have those photos sent prior to the session or is at the session so we only have so much time especially if you're going for sunset photos if you're going the golden hour goes by really really fast (laughs) so If you're going for sunset photos, definitely beforehand. And that will also give you more time to converse about them, that kind of thing. Um, That will also help relax your nerves, knowing that your photographer knows exactly what what you want and what you're looking for. Um, But there, I mean, I've I've run into both. Like, oh, I saw this this morning. It's like, oh, okay, great. Uh, Let's. If that's really what you want, we can do that now. But, you know, maybe we'll we'll leave that one toward the, towards the end and we'll get what we came for. Yeah. <laughs> and then if we have time at the end, then we can try and, you know, redo that one, that kind of okay. thing. Okay. So that makes sense. I was always curious if, you know, how that played out with mm-hmm. examples of what you want. So probably the biggest, my biggest takeaway from you is, like, figure out what you want. Come prepared explain your expectations to the photographer and what you're going for and what you're trying to capture. So like, for example, if you are doing, whether it's like family photos or wedding or branding shots or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything like that, like giving the expectation as to what you want, what you might be using them for, because would there be a difference depending on what they're being used for? So Family photos are going to be completely different than if you were coming to me for branding. For branding, that there's there's lots of conversation to be had. Yeah, I need to know what your goals are, what your expectations are, what you're using the photos for. If mostly family photos, it's like, oh, I need a new photo for my living room wall. Okay, great. You know? Now, would it make any difference, like on family photos, if the photos are being used, like maybe they're getting it blown up to a specific size? Or maybe they want it in a photo book or on a Christmas card. Would that change anything or is that all similar formatting? The only, it's all pretty much similar formatting um, with like the size files, that kind of thing, like clarity. Um, However, if you're going for like a Christmas photo, like if you're going for your Christmas card, people generally want everybody looking, smiling and getting that perfect family photo. Yeah. So it would be helpful to know ahead of time that that's the expectation is we need to like really nail that like Christmas card photo. Yes. But just also um, like when you do weddings, if you like, obviously like the wedding is the wedding and you want all the photos for the wedding. But if you need one photo for that 
thank you card that people tend to send out afterwards and you have an idea of what you want that thank you card to look like, okay. you need to tell your photographer, like, I need this one shot for later because this is what I'm using it for. Because if you just end up going through, you know, your thousand of photos yeah, and none of them are really like saying, oh, that's the one we're going to use. Then we're having a conversation later and you're like, well, could you tweak this? Could you do this? Oh, could you put this person in this area? And that requires a lot of Photoshop. Okay. So, so that's, I mean, I think that yeah. is a really key component. And it's actually something that I don't know that I've even ever necessarily vocalized at my own sessions is outlining, okay, mm-hmm. here's what I want to use my photos for. And of course I always get great shots, but you're right. Like sometimes I'm like, Oh, I love all these pictures, but you know what? The background of this really isn't matching any of the Christmas cards that I want. So I love the photo and it looks great on my wall, but it doesn't translate well to a Christmas card. But I wasn't Mm -hmm. thinking about that. But if I had told you going into it, you could have advised me on that. Yeah. Also, like even for family photos, when you're out and about in nature and I mean, you can't go wrong with a black and white photo. Like, that's just straight classic. However, if you want color photos in your living room and your living room is white and airy and light and you wear red <laughs> to, the, to, the, yeah. to the session, I mean, you're going to stick out like a sore. That photo is going to stick out. And I don't, I don't really think that aesthetically bright red in a white airy living room it's gonna really look that great <laughs> it would be a very bold statement maybe somebody's going for that you know pop a collar i don't know but i think that that's really good and i think that that's really is something that i don't think a lot of people know to communicate yeah. at these sessions mm-hmm. like i would have never thought i mean it's been a million years since i got married but i would have never thought oh yeah Same thing. Like if I'm going to send out a thank you card, you could have a thousand great photos, but maybe not one that says thank you card. Yeah, exactly. And that I could see where stuff or same thing like at an engagement session. If your expectation is to use one for a save Save the the date, you should probably explicitly Mm -hmm. say that like I need one for that. And same thing with branding. I mean, I feel like that's even more important um, on a branding front is do you need a classic headshot photo in there? Are you using them on a website? Are you using them um, for a poster advertisement? Do you need it for a banner? I mean, there's so many different applications. There is. Um, yeah. That could be used on. Yeah. Branding is a, it's a whole new, it's a whole different element. It's just, there's a lot more that goes into branding than it, than it would be just a, a 45 minute session. Yeah. Like branding could be hours different locations in which, I mean, I definitely have photos where people are like, Oh, can we just go to this really park? And then really, really quickly like fly over to the beach. And you're just like, Oh, okay, (laughs) sure. That makes sense. But I don't know how we're all going to get that in 45 minutes and have your kids look and smile at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a tall order. That that's a very, I mean, some people have children who are like angels and I'm just like, how do you get your kids to do that? My kids don't look at me and smile. Like, they haven't done that in years. So, well, what I was going to say is that, yeah. like, you know, like the contractor's house is never finished. The photographer's kids never smile. The cobbler's <laughs> kids never wore shoes. That is a thousand percent correct. My kids either have a silly face, their eyes are crossed, or, yeah, 
or one of them's not looking. They don't, it's infuriating. <laughs> it is absolutely infuriating. I've kind of given up, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, I'm sure that it's, they're your toughest Oh, subjects. absolutely. No, mom, why you gotta bring the camera? Can't you just leave it home? Yeah. But, you know, as your friend, I do appreciate all the amazing photos that you <laughs> capture. So I get that. Uh, so in terms of, so you offer a lot of sessions. Do you have any, like, what's your, do you have any, like, secret favorite sessions that you love? Like, every photographer does. Whether they are okay, going to tell you, okay. every photographer does. Spill the tea on this. Okay. So I love branding because I love helping empower people to you know, fulfill their business dreams. I love senior photos, like senior graduate photos. Because first of all, they will look at you and smile and they'll pose. And then it's funny because you take their pictures and then they're like, oh, do you mind if I just do a really quick TikTok over here? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Go right ahead. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, they're serious right now. Um, (laughs) It's really, really funny. So senior photos, love them. I love a great cake smash. And my whole thing is, is your cake smash is supposed to be your one-year-old rite of passage, right? Yeah. So a couple tips on, a couple tips on the cake smash. Give your child sugar before your cake smash because so many people do not, like the kids, that's the first time they've ever tasted frosting. They don't know what they're doing. They don't... And they don't, sometimes they don't like it. So we'll put fruit on top and they'll just eat the fruit off the top. Oh. Yeah. That and um, make sure, I don't like to provide the cake because of allergies. And I just don't, I mean, at this point, they're only a year old. You don't know what to expect. Yeah. So if mom brings a cake, makes me a little less nervous. So like making sure that it's not coming right out of the fridge. Because your fingers are not going to go into that frozen. Oh, I never thought about that. Frosting. Yeah. So th- I've got lots of tips about the cake smash, but they're so cute. When they go well, it's just the best. I love letting kids just make a mess. Because they're looking at you like, is she really letting me do this? Like, I'm getting away with so much. Oh, right that's now. so cute. <laughs> it's adorable. So, it the, really so the, little, the little cake smashers that eventually grow into the graduating yeah. seniors who maybe start their own businesses and do branding. Exactly. So, so you could follow them through all phases of yeah, life. That's why I, I like to start with the newborns because, I mean, I, who doesn't want to go cuddle a newborn? I mean, it's obvious. Um, but yeah, you start with the newborns, then you have the six-month sitter session, which is the best session because they have that big gummy smile and that oh, cackle yes. of a laugh that only mommy can get out of you or daddy or the big brother or sister. Um, and then then they start walking and then the, you got the first birthday. And then I know I'm personally planning on doing a cake smash for my 10-year-old because I know exactly what she wants and she loves cake. So why not? Like That's a fun idea. Right? I I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually thinking about painting the background. You could start a new trend with it. I I'm kind of thinking that I could. You could start I mean, a new trend. She's got a million friends, right? So why not? It would be, you know, a great milestone to show like the before and after of like the one-year-old cake smash versus the ten-year-old cake smash. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's kind of fun, like the ten year follow-up, you know, how it started, how it's going. Well, and now you're allowed to do them when you turn thirty too. 
Oh. But they well, require a cake and a bottle of wine. Okay, well, we're both already 30, so I, how about 40? Yeah. <laughs> hey, why not 40? Why not 45? Why not 50? Let's smash a cake every year. <laughs> why not? But before we wrap up, I want to talk about one other thing. So, um, can you share a little bit about the nonprofit work that you do? That actually, so I work for a nonprofit called Boobification Healing with Ink. And what we do is we work with survivors of breast cancer who are either going through therapy or, or uh, freshly done, may, like maybe done with um, chemotherapy, that kind of thing. And we use the art of photography to show them that they can still be, that they're still beautiful. Yeah, they might have lost their hair, they might not have boobs anymore. They might have gained weight from the chemo, but you can still, like the weight will come off, the, the hair grows back. You can still, you're still beautiful. And you're still full of life. You're still full of life, you still have what it takes. And it kind of, what one of the ladies told me was that after the whole experience, like a lot of times they're really nervous about going into it, to the photography session. Yeah. I try to be as like light and uplifting and um, be like, it's going to be great. Like it, I have, I think like six of them coming up. So that's really, it's so much fun and they can choose whatever they want. Yeah. If they want to go to a park. Great. If they want to, I have one woman, she wants to do the fifties look cool. Like that sounds fun to me. Yeah. Like, I love a good challenge. Um, but it helps like just kind of one, one of the ladies said that it's the period at the end of a sentence, like finally, like finalizing that you made it, you're done. Now this is your new normal and you're still beautiful. You're still powerful. So it's kind of like your debut afterwards. Yeah. And then the healing with ink is we tattoo over scars if that's your thing if you're if that's not your thing that's cool too but we hide the scars so it's not a constant reminder that you just went through that and now this is this is your scar for life like yeah why not put like i don't know something I, fun yeah i mean or i've seen giraffes i've seen flowers i've seen all sorts of things on, on these ladies and it just kind of this is past yeah. And now this is my new, my new normal. Yeah. It's like taking back your own power. Yeah. But it's so much fun. It was actually boobification healing with ink that really started my, um, for my business, like really helping me, uh, get out there more and spread my name more because these ladies come from all over Rhode Island. And I mean, I think I'm pretty sure we do all of new England. So, but it's really, it's amazing to, to be able to give that to somebody and show them like empower them again. And it's, very fulfilling. <laughs> it Very. sounds like it. And I wanted you to share about it because I think it's just so wonderful that you're involved in that. And I've seen the pictures that you've taken from that. And they look like the women in the photos look very so happy, so mm-hmm. empowered and so beautiful. And you can tell that that session and like just you just have like a like a warm, sunny personality, like just really brings that out in them and just captures just such like a nice moment and I love everything that you're doing with that organization 
So if anyone listening, maybe they've gone through um, breast cancer treatment. Or it affects one of their, us all. Whether, we, one of, whether if it's ourself or it's somebody that we know, everybody knows somebody that's gone through And it. if that is the scenario of somebody listening, who would mm-hmm. they reach out to to so, become involved in that? Um, whether maybe they want to volunteer for the thing or they want to utilize the services available. So go on Facebook yep. and it's Boobification Healing with Ink. And Trisha is our president. She's a survivor. She's super easy to talk to. And you can, it's very, it's just a good conversation to have. So, um, and she, she's just there to help. That's all she wants to do. She's got the biggest heart ever. And yeah, so just Facebook or you could reach out to me. Uh, Facebook is Loverly Photography. Instagram is Loverly Photography, period, Caitlin, or loverlyphotos.com. Perfect. So thank you, Caitlin, so much for for being on the podcast today. (laughs) Uh, It was really fun to have you on. And I love that you got to, you know, give us a little insight into the world of the photographer and talk about um, boobification. Like I said, I just think that that's so important. Um, So thank you all for listening. Um, We'll be back next week and I will have Lisa back with me. I know you all probably missed her laugh this week. Uh, I know I did. (laughs) And in the meantime, um, again, make sure that you are following us um, on Instagram at 35ish podcast and on Spotify and Apple podcast. All right. We'll talk to you next week.